have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I am Tony Riso, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a show about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. And never more so than this week. We don't I don't know <laughs> if we're gonna get into that or not. But we do have a plenty of stuff to get into. But before I feel we, like you say that every week. Never I, more so than this week. <laughs> it's been, you know, being back in like I'm I'm freelancing in local journalism, so I'm only doing the stories that are frustrating and complex. You know, I'm not just going to, you know. I'm not just going to Patty Backer's store and saying, oh, this is Patty Backer and this is her store. And isn't she a nice person? All of those things are true, but it doesn't, you know, you don't have to wrestle with your conscience after you write it. (laughs) Right. And now it's like, I I don't want to, I don't want to write these stories. I I want to, I want to, I want to have my own Fox news channel about, you know, (laughs) about zoning in Del Mar. So I'm kind of going off. There's a demand for it. There's a demand for it. I'm sure. There's a demand for it. There's not a demand for someone that will get paid to do it, but certainly there's a demand for someone to talk about it. Yeah. Story of my life. But anyway, (laughs) before we either get into or don't get into that, uh, we'd like to recognize our sponsors. This week, our sponsors are good is good free is Is? sponsor is I said sponsors. That's why I got confused. This week, our sponsor is goodcleanfunlife.com. And that's us. And we do lots of things. We've talked about uh, the photography that we've done. Uh, we also have a number of digital marketing clients. So if you have a business or a brand and you want to uh, some help in more of a general sense of creating content. So not just pictures, although they uh, that's, that's included, but also like flyers and that sort of thing and best practices for when and where and how to post and, and that sort of thing. Uh, we have, uh, we have a nice little, uh, boutique of clients that we, uh, that we do that for. And, um, we're looking for good partnerships to do that with other people. And it's a, uh, it's, it's a, it's the it's that middle part of our business. Natalie builds the websites. I do the media production and this is, kind of um where the the specialties all come together and coalesce and we do it for uh we do it for bethany blues which we're going to talk about a little later later and of course the starbird and um we just actually picked up a a a new client there'll probably be more on that in uh in coming weeks but uh i'm kind of excited about it it's an ocean city business i'll say that and it's not a restaurant. So and Tony's you know. not allowed to say anything about Ocean City <laughs> for the next three weeks. And I, I realize I have to pre- I have to preface everything for Tony because uh... well, fortunately, I'm furious at Rehoboth Beach this week. So oh, good, oh, good. Actually, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not furious at all. There's just a bunch of interesting stuff going on that's been uh, a bit of a distraction, and that's probably all I'm going to say about that. Um, each week, we also like to mention the drinks that we are drinking. Um, this week, I'm having a, um, I don't know, I, I guess it would be a dark and stormy, but I didn't use dark rum. So, I mean, I didn't use black rum. I just used brown rum. But So, I'm having a rum and ginger ale. Um, but I'm using Fever Tree Premium Ginger Beer. Ooh. And I really like this. 
Yeah. Um, no, that's good. That's good stuff. They make a really good tonic also, right? I, I have no idea. My daughter brought it home. Yeah. And uh, I, I, it's, it's rare. You know, there are, there are a lot of ginger beers tastes like ginger ale that's gone off. You know, mm. but this is this is nice. It's got a ginger bite. There's one I usually get at Aldi has has one that I don't remember the name of. And that also has a nice ginger bite. As long as it's not too sweet. I don't like him when it's too sweet. I, I want the ginger bite. I don't know why anybody, you know, it's like you drink this for a week and you're like, why do people drink ginger ale again? You know, it's <laughs> why, why do people drink anything without alcohol? <laughs> well, certainly. <laughs> But given that, like ginger ale, I, I bought some recently, and it was just so so sweet. And I'm like, oh wow, I forgot how sweet this was because, yeah. I mean, I don't have much soda. But anyway, so that's my drink. And how about you? Are you drinking this afternoon? Or are you working? I'm I'm drinking because um, I'm always working and I'm always drinking. The uh, I, the I don't I can't remember if we already use this as a sponsor or not, but it's worth uh, but it's worth mentioning again. Uh, at Bethany Blues, they have a single barrel that they purchased from oh. from High West, and it's a double rye, and it is uh, and it's finished in a Chianti barrel, and it's really awesome. It's you know it's it's just nice and approachable, and you can buy uh, as of now you can buy a bottle there. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's the Elijah Craig single barrel that you can't buy a bottle of, but the the high West, you can, you can buy a bottle and take it home or you can go to Bethany or Lewis and uh, try it for yourself. And I, uh, I highly recommend it. I haven't had any from that barrel, but Stephanie, our friend gave me a bottle of the uh, high West double rye once. And it was quite oh, good. Nice. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I, I yeah. Like it. it's, it's perfectly acceptable. Rye. And it's fun too, because uh, high West is out of park city and my sister has a place out there. We actually, uh, were out there a couple years ago, pre-COVID, and um, we were going to go to the distillery, but we couldn't because there were like stars or movie premiere there or something like that. But we definitely drank it while we were out there. So we we talked we talked about that when we were live in Berlin oh, at, no. upstairs <laughs> at the uh, at the liquor store, whose name has already escaped me. Stop and go. The pit stop. Pit stop. Yeah, there the you go. The stop. Berlin pit stop. Shout out to the pit stop to the three years later, we ghosted you. Sorry yes. about that. Yeah. Sorry. We didn't mention we weren't coming we're, back. We didn't know we weren't un- coming back, but right. by the time we realized we weren't coming back, it was really too late to just show up and say, hi, we're not here. That's what a weird we, thing to do. What, what if, if we showed, showed up? up? <laughs> well, the one dude, I, I, I'm, his name's sliding on me. Is it the, the two of them? Actually, there was, there was, there was like chilling with Dylan. Dylan was with Dylan. The, and the yeah. other dude, um, I is went, I went, Katie yeah. Tabling's roommate or was Katie Tabling's roommate. Oh, so yeah, no, we're still, we're probably still in very good, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> never leaving my house again. So that doesn't really matter. I well, So the fun part is, is I think we could go back and we could be like, Oh, it was because of COVID. It, meanwhile, we did it like a good two a years year, before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I recall about the park, um, so what I re- what I recall about you being there because you were there during Sundance, right? Wasn't that mm-hmm. the wasn't that yeah. wasn't that the deal? And yes. what I re- what I recall about our episode was that we had I had I had also just recently been there because I had just driven my daughter out to Nevada or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I started the wrong story and I pretended like I didn't. 
What's interesting <laughs> about your decision not to go to this particular distillery is yeah. I had a really, really depressing, depressing moment last night that I'm going to share with everybody here. And mm. it's depressing, and it's it's my own fault, and I mm -hmm. understand this. But I realized last night that I'm probably not going to get to see Tosca at the Metropolitan Opera House in mm. my lifetime, which was on my short list four years ago. And it was like, oh, well, it's playing. I'm not going to go this time, but I'll go. It's supposed to be playing in the fall. And then I'm like, right. oh, I'll wait for it to come around again. And now I'm never, ever going, probably never going to the opera again. So I won't get to see it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's it's weird to be alive and to still see the things that you won't be able to do anymore for right. whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like mountain climbing was never on my short list. Right. But, you know, I'd like to be in another crowded bar again, and that's just not going to happen. You know, <laughs> I'm never going to strike up a, a, a conversation with a stranger because we're sitting hip to hip in a bar that's too that's too small for the number of people that are that are in it. Yeah. And so the last time I did that was the last time I'll do that. And thinking of it in those terms, it's it's weird only because. Those things happen all the time. Like we we never know our last chances. We only right, right. you know, we, we never know that this is the last chance. We yep. only know that it was the last chance and that we didn't take it. Right. Um, and that's it's 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 interesting to think of when you are talking about, you know, getting out and about or you know, and, and you're making plans, you know, it's it's weird to make plans when you don't know whether or not they're worth making, you know, like I'm, yes, I I'm driving to Pullman, Washington, you know, in July. Now I, we might be, we might have roving bands of citizen soldiers by the time July rolls around. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. The last time I drove to Pullman could have been the last time I drove to Pullman, but I won't know until I drive to Pullman again this time <laughs> and make it and may and come home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I was talking to my dad the other day about, you know, the the term new normal keeps getting kicked around and and, the, and that sort of thing. And I I, re, I I go back to like eighth grade psychology class and I had this uh, this teacher who was like, oh, there's no like what is normal? There's no such thing as normal. Right. Everybody's different. Everything is different. And like things continue to change. And when you look back at things, um, like somebody posted uh, on on my on my Facebook page, as we talked about last week, like yeah, I jumped right toe. onto the hate wagon. I, I tried to get on for one second, <laughs> and I posted something about abortion. I'm like, what the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like it's like I got possessed. I, I right. thought of you as I hit post. I'm like, I'm gonna have to explain this to Todd. <laughs> Well, so, well, somebody said made a post and it was like from three years ago. And it's like, oh, I hate that we can't hang out anymore. I'm like, did we ever really hang? Like, like, like things have evolved and it wasn't COVID. It was like kids and like jobs. And right. Absolutely. You know, and like things are constantly changing. So they're the the normal is that it is new <laughs> that you're yeah, older. I I think that I think that normal functions as a word, though, like because it's not like when 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 I don't love the term new normal, but I can't begrudge anybody saying, well, like me, like I'm never going inside another building without wearing my mask ever mm -hmm. again. So 
it used to be abnormal to see like when there was a guy on the subway wearing a mask he's like oh i guess he's just back from asia or whatever you know like right, right. very very rare to see somebody like when was the last time before 2020 that you saw a person here in a grocery store wearing a mask never no so it was normal yeah. to not wear a mask in a grocery store now it's yeah. normal again but that's just because we're surrounded by assholes <laughs> <laughs> the new normal is being afraid of people without masks rather than being afraid of people with masks. I guess, yeah. is, is, I guess is what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, uh, well, I mean, I think that that's a perfect segue. You're going to be at home and you're not going to be going to uh, <laughs> the, the, the bars, the crowded bars to strike up a conversation. The good news is, is this, Past week, we were uh, up in, in Dewey. Uh, we interviewed uh, Zach Warner for the other podcast, the Dewey Raw. And it's trying, I'm trying to make it more of like an industry talk. So maybe it's right. not just super specific to this area. Um, although this area has a draw still and people want to know what's going on. But uh, but then we, we, uh, we did a photo shoot at Bethany Blues and We've done plenty of food photo shoots uh, over the years, but I can't remember the last time that we did every single item on the the carry out uh, to go menu. And it was just Natalie and I and uh, Chef Izzy and a couple guys in the kitchen and Zach, the manager. And, and there was... You know, the entire bar was full of, uh, of, of food. And it is, is sort of interesting just to kind of, well, first of all, I felt like, you know, it's like, oh, we need to, <laughs> we need to have the staff in early to make sure that this gets, uh, right. you know, <laughs> this gets taken care of properly. But also to see the, the, the options that are out there and the thought and care that goes into, um, well, this is going to travel well. This isn't going to travel well. We're going to do a uh, like a family portion of a couple different barbecues and 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 that sort of thing. And I don't know. I I feel like it was it, it's a good thing right now as the mask mandate we were talking before uh, is is back on right. in Delaware. Um, although not specific to you because you have the mask mandate everywhere. Yeah, well, and, and also and also not specific to Delmar because we don't pay attention. We're still ignoring the plastic bag ban. So <laughs> the uh, there's one store that doesn't sell that doesn't use plastic bags, and it's Wawa. And everybody else is like, "Yeah, let them catch me." Mm. So yeah, it's I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. But to, but I guess uh, point being focusing on the carry out and delivery, uh, and you know, last year even with everything, they had a great year and, uh, they do a really good job. They've reoriented the, uh, at least in Bethany. And they're currently doing that in Lewis, the restaurant to be able to handle more of that out the front door, right. Adding a window, you know, all of, all of that sort of thing. So, you know, adapt and overcome, I, I feel like is, uh, is always commendable. And it's, it's nice to work with people who, uh, are like, all right, well, what do we got to do to, you know, to, to stay in business and to, and to keep people happy and provide a service and, you know, 
Now, do they, work in. did they decide to have, do they have drivers on duty or are they just using DoorDash Grubhub? Do you know? No, they, they, they actually started this, uh, the, the delivery prior to uh, COVID. And so they were going to, you know, because the demand obviously grows during summertime, but they, they have their own drivers. Um, and one of the things that uh, Zach was even talking about is they, they were doing, uh, well, they have a little electric bike, right. which is, you know, great advertisement, you know, if that's zipping up and down right. uh, in, in Bethany where everything is, everybody's walking. Um, and they were even doing beach delivery, but that was, that had, oh, like, I remember oh, that. Yeah. That hadn't quite taken off as much. And I, I think partly because just regular delivery was, um, was, was doing well enough and getting, you know, coordinated with hours and, and, uh, and, and staffing for that. But yeah, that like the, the third party stuff, uh, they're not messing with right now. So they're, um, they're, they're doing well. Very cool. Um, I did a story on a guy who was doing beach delivery. That's why I said I remembered it. When I was back at the Bayside Gazette, um, there was a guy and his business was going to be, he was like a grub hub for the beach. Um, I don't know how things worked out for him. I feel like probably not great. <laughs> it's pre- Well, I mean, I, I, uh, I actually interestingly saw, you know, I don't watch commercials anymore because I don't watch television network tv but i catch some you know when trying to watch football and um i feel like there's been a lot of backlash about those third party uh deliveries you know really cutting into the bottom line well that's what i was wondering yes and and uh dominoes of all people had a great commercial and basically taking their spin on it and that they're like they donated a certain amount of money, a, a you know, a significant number for commercial purposes, uh-huh. and and at local places went out and bought gift cards to mom and pop restaurants. So when you ordered a Domino's pizza, uh-huh. you got a gift, you got a you know ten dollar gift card to try somebody um, else to try somebody else. I'm like, oh, okay, that's. At, from like the marketing perspective, at least that is uh, a good spin. Seems authentic, you know. Comes across well, like well. It, 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 what is what's cool about that is they're like we're Domino's. Like yeah, we're we're nearly the Kleenex of pizza. Like yeah, yeah. People say, do you want to order Domino's? They don't necessarily mean from the Domino's pizza store. Like that's kind right, of right how ubiquitous they've become. And you know if. You know, if if Sally and Jan's, you know, diner hasn't taken a chunk out of their business yet, it's probably not going to. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sally and Jan. And it really, you know, it is it is right. it does look good for people to, you know, for, for them to, to say, you know, here, have a sandwich on us. And you have a sandwich at Sally and Dan's and you're like, all right. Yeah, that's Sally and Dan's sandwich. But, you know, I I, I ordered a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what made you think I was interested in trying Sally and Dan. Right, right. Like, did you not understand the assignment? Is yeah, <laughs> and just and and just because I'm I'm vicious and I'm vicious and I'm vicious. If you're willing to eat Domino's pizza, what are the odds that you enjoy actual food? Like, not great. <laughs>
Yeah. Good Actually, point. Good the point. two things that I did on my road trip, which may have been the last time I went to Pullman, was I had Domino's, um, which is which is which is kind of rare. And one of the things that I didn't realize is I thought that we had kind of a food desert here in Del Mar, but you know there are places in you know Indiana that's like really like you. There is a Domino's, and if you don't like it, then you go hungry. You're eating yeah. out of the snack machines, like. You know, or, or like a McDonald's, but like literally no, no restaurants right. at all are, are open there anymore. And that's that's when I get my whole bagel manifesto thing going. And I'm like, you know, there probably used to be a restaurant in this town, you know, but now Domino's can't even give you ten dollars off of Sally and Joe's because they closed. <laughs> right. Twenty years ago, 20 years ago, uh, the, the, the place in, uh, that. I recall was uh, Bloomington, Indiana which was they they didn't i mean i was there when college wasn't in and so every the whole town was closed it, it must be like what what college college state college pennsylvania must be like right right just like evacuated and there's all this infrastructure for the millions of kids that go to university of indiana and then um you know when and they go not, home yeah everybody takes six eight weeks off good for them um, I did have a bunch of stuff to talk about this week, but we're already up against it a little bit. So I'm just going to go with one. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the thing we forgot to talk about, and I want to mention really quickly, if you're still listening, hopefully you will follow me on social media. I am at by Tony Russo on all the social medias. And how about you, Todd? You can find me personally at Todd the Heart on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Good Clean Fun Life on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And then us together. Kind of on day drinking on Delmarva. Kind of, yeah. I, I, I haven't, I haven't gotten back into Instagram at all yet, and I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have a good reason. Never mind. I was trying to make up some bullshit reason, and I'm like, all right, now you've got, you've got dead air while you try to make it look like you're just not a piece of garbage. But no, I'm a piece of garbage. I don't play. I should I'm start, cool. but yeah. I haven't. Um, but speaking, speaking of social media. Um, I wrote a book. The name of the book was Drag- "Is Dragged Into the Light: Truth is Reptilian Super Soldiers and Death Inside an Online Cult." It's available every place you buy books. Um, in support of that, I've been doing a podcast that I call "The Bagel Manifesto," where I just talk about the conspiracy theory stuff that I've been dealing with since working on the book. Yeah, and so I posted my first podcast and went off fine. I posted my second podcast. It went off fine. And then I recalled that I hadn't been putting it up on YouTube Hmm. and you know, ours goes directly to YouTube or we, we put this one up on YouTube. So I uploaded it. Um, I uploaded the, the first podcast, which was about the Mandela effect. And I uploaded that to YouTube and all the crazies found me like immediately. It was like, I Hmm. had a pheromone. So when I put the orgone, when I put the orgone one up next week, it's going to be, it's going to be bananas. Um, <laughs> but this one person wrote a 10 page comment. Like they ran out what? of space nine times before they could make their point about what? how, about how the Mandela effect is a real thing. Um, and that, that was, that was, I didn't read, I, I've got to be honest. I didn't read any of it because it was it's unhinged. Like, like, 10 yeah, is it like of, just, like garbledy gook and uh, no, I'm I'm sure it makes sense. I'm sure that it's well written and and spelled right. It's just it, it, 
There's no YouTube comment that is 10 comments long that I'm going to ever read. You know, even like, this is why Tony is the best person on the whole planet. I'm like, yeah, you have me. That's fine. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. But the person before them, and I'm sorry. So if you're a, a new listener or if you've forgotten, the Mandela effect is this idea that um, we uh, the past has been changed without us noticing because we've moved into a different dimension. Mm-hmm. And so one of the examples that they give is that, you know, people think Nelson Mandela died in the 90s or in the 80s. And of course, he didn't. Uh, but since so many people remember it, they think that it happened in an alternate universe and we have residual memories of that alternate universe. Yeah. It's baloney. It's, there's no there's no gray area here. And that's really what the, it was like, you know what? I can understand the argument for reptiles. I can understand the argument, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I can't understand that the Mandela effect is just, oh, I said something stupid. And rather than it, that rather than admit it, I'm just going to double down and yeah. say something even dumber. And I'm just going to well, keep doing that until you're like, oh, I guess it must be a thing because he will not shut up. And what I, what I found interesting and learned from you is that it is – like the the conspiracy twist of it i thought it was just like oh you're you're you know deja vu uh right but but somehow wrong like you just misremembering thing and then like oh isn't it funny that people collectively misremember things and then yeah and then like oh now we're talking about simulations and (laughs) and so the first one was a really nasty comment. I don't remember precisely what it said, but it was, you know, like you're an asshole kind of thing. And <laughs> for what? For just bringing up the Mandela? Effect? Yeah, like, well, they, they get mad when when people are ignorant about their, you know, they're religious. Right, right. I, I mean, I'm, I'm so sorry to always be the one to say it, but they're just normal religious people. And when you tell them their religion is stupid, they get really, yeah. really angry. Yeah. Sometimes they kill people. Um <laughs> It's true. <laughs> and and it's just that that's like it should be like a warning, like a warning label on the church. Like sometimes we might see things that make you so mad you're gonna kill someone. It may harm others. <laughs> Have a seat. But anyway, um, just because I couldn't resist and just because it was a Mandela effect, my response was, What a thoughtful compliment. I sure <laughs> hope it doesn't get changed in the future. <laughs> oh that's and then yeah you slept you slept well that night it it came to me i'm like don't feed the trolls and i'm like yeah you got to feed this troll a little bit this one time this is Mm. one time where the where the the trolls ought to be uh (laughs) ought 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 to be fed but the podcast is that do we do we have predictions of what uh, what kind of comments you're going to get from the orgone piece? Well, orgone is tough because I'm not going to pull any punches here. If someone yeah. put a gun at my head, I would say a full third of Americans believe in orgone in some capacity. Wow, a third. Um, and, I mean, and you, you've been in it, so. Well, and, and, and I don't mean like, I don't mean like, like some people think that it fights demons, right? Right. But lots of people believed or can be convinced that, you know, crystals have electric charges, electric charges mm, have yeah, power. Yeah. And, I, and, and like, you know, it makes my, my, my own daughter 
and I love her very deeply and I don't begrudge her it, but she believes in the power of crystals. You know, she's yeah. like, I'll, I'll put crystals out. She, you know, she does the, you know, she leaves food out for the birds. She does, mm-hmm. you know, she does a lot of the nature worshiping things. And part of the nature yeah. worshiping thing is, uh, is crystals a lot of the time. And there's nothing the matter with it. And there's nothing, mm. um, there's nothing angry about it. And again, it's like, as long as you're not angry, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when I say orgone is made up, if that makes you want to hurt me, mm. then orgone is definitely made up. Like, cause that's not what it's for. It's, <laughs> uh, right, but right. what the, the, the phrase I coined that I'm very proud of, and I hope I can remember it. Um, uh, I called it something like, um, belief, forgiveness, fatigue, or something like that. Like, I'm just exhausted of saying, okay, it's your belief. Okay. It's oh, your right, belief. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was cute when your belief was walk around with ashes on your head once a year. You know, right, but now right. it's my belief is I'm going to infect you with this disease and kill you. It's just so much less cute. It's not it's not interesting, you know, and it's your belief and your belief is wrong. And we don't ever say that. We're afraid, not afraid to. I'm sorry. We are afraid to for good reason. Yeah. Say yeah, that your yeah. belief is wrong. Um, but one of the things that I argue is like, we, we have to at least, we have to at least say, well, that's not true. <laughs> you know, I know that you believe it, but I also need you to know that that's not true because otherwise, I mean, there is no otherwise. I should have done this a decade ago. We should have done this a decade ago when it was still possible to tell people that, you know, their beliefs were wrong and not have them, you know, cut you down to the ground. And- right. Right. Or or if your beliefs are strong enough uh, or like you'll survive only if your beliefs are strong enough. Right. Um, And just because I touched on it and I know we're just about out of time, but I mentioned my abortion post. I do need to follow up on it really quickly because, (laughs) because it's amusing kind of in this context a little bit. Um, So the city of Seaford, um, threatened to there's a there's a planned parenthood there and they threatened to enact you're, you're a, cutting out a little bit Tony. oh i'm sorry better i think so all right so the, <laughs> the city of seaford the city of seaford threatened to pass an ordinance that would make it illegal to dispose of uh let's just say uh, uh, uh um the product of an abortion in as medical waste. Okay. Um, they, yeah. uh, you know, and, and everybody's like, that's, that's a problem. And you know what? Nobody said because they're all stupid and that's why they live in Seaford. Yes. I'm talking to you Seaford. If you live in Seaford, you're a moron. <laughs> I don't this week if, on Seaford is a moron. I don't know if you know this, but if a baby is born under a certain weight, they just put it in with the medical. Like you don't uh, have to have, you don't. If God forbid you have a, a miscarriage, yeah, or for a certain amount or... of time. Well, there's a there's a cutoff. There's a rule about it. Okay, uh, but that rule is not every miscarriage has to get a burial. And like there is, uh, they're they're the they're home to the largest hospital in the region. And mm-hmm. I'm like, did anybody from the hospital call you and say what is the matter with you? <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, do you really want us to have a huge graveyard of miscarriages out in front of our hospital? Is that your plan? <laughs> you fucking idiots. 
I mean, but, it probably is the plan because well, that would but, that would then be a statement. But everybody is afraid of these religious maniacs. They're afraid mm. to just tell them no. That's just I I know that it's your belief, but mm. practically speaking, we can't have the hospital have to have a funeral for every miscarriage. Yeah, and that's just the way it is. Um, so Seaford tried to back off, but it was too late. And now they're being sued by the state of Delaware to make sure that they can't pass an ordinance like that Yeah, in the future. And it's going to cost them a blue fortune. And you know who's not going to pay for it? The churches. They don't pay taxes. So yeah. the people who were too cowardly to step up and say, hey, you religious maniacs, shut up. Feel free to not have abortions. Feel free to stand out here in the cold with your hate signs. Yeah, but yeah. don't you know, don't put the town in jeopardy because this is, this is, it's just dumb. Setting the morals aside, like practically it's dumb. Practically it's dumb. There is a hospital. 90% of you work at the hospital. You're too stupid to get any other jobs. You're all, you're all orderlies (laughs) or whatever they they give to dumb people at the hospital. And you should know this. And they, they, they can't be told they can't be stopped. It's a mega church center. And I'm mm. glad, and I hope they go broke. Yeah. The, short, the short version is, I hope they go broke. And I'm sorry for all the Seaford uh, businesses that you're probably not going to uh, <laughs> get a chance to pitch this week. But it's okay. It'll go away. I'll, I'll say something obnoxious about somebody else next week. And, and to think that you started with, I'm mad at Rehoboth. <laughs> oh, no, it, <laughs> Everything we talk about Rehoboth. Yeah. The, well, the, 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 the fun thing about Rehoboth is... Um, just real quick, they, they made a rule that says, uh, that says you have to use a certain amount of your square footage for living in, if you're going to build a place. Right. Right. And they also made a rule that said, you can't have a building that's more than 42 feet tall. And so, and I have to give them credit. I'm, I'm usually down on developers, but this is a developer, you know, high five. They're starting to put in underground garages. Uh yeah. Nobody said how far down you can't yeah, go. Yeah. Let's <laughs> they go down. So they could they'll put they'll put the, the garages underneath. They're gonna start putting garages underneath buildings so that they could put more hotel rooms. And I, I honestly I think that's a good idea. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm usually not Mr. Development, but that that seems like a good idea. It's a, it's a creative uh solution to you know to uh to a problem. So yeah. All right, so now we've run way over, and I got mean at the end, so I apologize for all of those things. Um, <laughs> that's all I, right. I didn't want to talk about it, and then it just came out anyway, like vomit. Hey, look at that sweater. I have a sweater just like that. Uh, and Iris has joined us with a fancy sweater on. <laughs> I guess it's time for dinner. Yeah, all right, guys. Well, until next time, remember, uh, at the beach. It's happy hour whenever you say it is. Cheers. Cheers. Day Drinking on Delmarva with Todd DeHart and Tony Russo is produced weekly, mostly by dumb luck. You can join them Wednesday afternoons or find them online at daydrinkingondelmarva.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll check back in with you next week.